You're listening to Cybersecurity Careers Blog Podcast, hosted by Rob Waters. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode three of the cybercareers.blog podcast. I'm your host, Rob Waters, and today we're going to talk about the tech industry and all of the hiring freezes and layoffs that we're starting to see across the broader industry. Companies like Apple, Amazon, Netflix, Google, Twitter, Lyft, and others are currently announcing hiring freezes or layoffs that really are kind of shocking because it's tens of thousands of employees that are affected. And not only that, but the losses of these uh, employees are are really cascading over the last couple quarters, um, especially as we're starting to get closer and closer to calendar year 2023. So how did we get here and what's going on? It seems like not that long ago, just really during the pandemic, all of a sudden there was this mass hiring that occurred throughout the industry. Everyone was at home, things like using Netflix, uh, ordering things on demand and ordering through Amazon just skyrocketed. All these companies posted really record record uh, revenue earnings per quarter. Um, and you know, number of packages shipped, for example, through Amazon and its prime membership all rose to levels that it had never seen before. Now, a lot of this was not sustainable, and we've all come to learn uh, that that's the case as time has gone on. When you force everyone to stay at home under lockdown across the United States or even the broader world, people are not able to go out and go and purchase things at their traditional retailers. Um, And then couple that with unemployment and as well as the um, kind of stimulus funds that people were able to receive throughout the pandemic. And you had basically a recipe for disaster because people had really in, in, in a plethora of um, spending, you know, kind of free spending money that they never really had before. Uh, so when the government kind of prioritizes giving stimulus funds to people to kind of stimulate the economy, um, yes, it did do that. And people certainly went out in droves whenever possible or just online virtually to spend that money instead of really saving it as they should have. Uh, but that's a topic for another day. But in the end, the rise of the streaming services, the Amazon uh, deployments, are, or I'm sorry, uh, shipping and ordering, um, just really the, the rise of um, ad, ad spending and ad revenue, right? People were trying to reach uh, new customers everywhere and get a tap and a piece of that stimulus fund in any kind of business vertical or market. Um, and I'm talking about anything from people trying to locate customers that needed uh, the plexiglass to um, just collectibles to ad spend to um, you know gadgets tech we saw personal computing laptops and tablets uh, skyrocket as companies were forced to kind of enable their remote workforce and be able to work from anywhere since again they were not able to come back into the office buildings and so this all was really unsustainable but at the same time it forced these big tech companies to hire tens of thousands of people that maybe otherwise they wouldn't have. Now, 
the jury's still out if this was extremely short-sighted, if this was even to an extent something that they anticipated would be uh, a spike and then not sustainable long-term so that they had really essentially always planned to eventually lay off. I don't know. Uh, that analysis is definitely to be determined. But what we're seeing now is that you know, this is all crashing down and reality is sinking in across boardrooms, Wall Street analysts and investors uh, across the board. And so companies now like Amazon have announced that as of September, September 2021, they were hiring uh, over 125,000 new people across the United States alone. Now they're saying that they're going to pause new corporate hiring and this announcement is only a month after saying that they would also freeze hiring at its retail operations. So we're seeing that really these companies, as big as Amazon is, uh, are just getting crushed in earnings and in uh, revenue. And it's getting harder and harder to get any of those consumers' last dollars that are available to spend now that things like the stimulus checks are long gone and over. Um, and we're seeing a very tight competitive workforce that, again, is constantly um, competing with itself for hiring, uh, despite the fact that uh, really people are across the board frustrated, right, with things like inflation, uh, with things like economic un un uncertainty, um, soaring interest rates. It's affected everything. So that in turn definitely affects these companies, again, such as Google, Amazon, Facebook, uh, Apple, so on and so forth. You'll probably recall that Meta, again, formerly Facebook, um, is now announcing that uh, they're going to have significant layoffs this week after disclosing a 50% decline in quarterly revenue from the previous quarter. So infamously, Mark Zuckerberg, the CEO of Meta, said at a company-wide meeting at the end of June in 2022 that realistically, there are probably a bunch of people at the company who shouldn't be here. Um, now, that seems pretty elitist as well as maybe even tone deaf. He took a ton of criticism for it. And uh, in my opinion, rightfully so. That said, uh, is he wrong? No. Um, that said, should he have made all those tens of thousands of hires and kind of ballooning the company the way that he did? Uh, absolutely not. Um, because again, I think, you know, really the influx of new hires that were occurring, especially at a company like Meta uh, throughout the pandemic and then into, you know, current quarters really was unsustainable. Now take that in the fact that uh, they've had really a significant amount of trouble and we'll kind of get into that in a bit. But uh, you know, Meta is just really kind of unfortunately a recipe for disaster right now within Silicon Valley. So that is really no surprise that Meta is struggling the way that it is. Um, other companies, however, are more um, reflective of the overall economic health. Uh, so take, for example, Google or uh, Meta in terms of ad revenue uh, spend. Uh, Snap would be another great example. You know, these companies largely survive. They make the bread and butter in their kind of balance sheet um, or income statement off of ad revenue uh, that is um, incoming into their company. So when things like probable recession, operating costs, worsening economic outlook, inflation, soaring interest rates, um, we've even seen, 
reports that you know these big tech companies are even claiming that the soaring energy crisis in Europe uh, is causing issues for them to sustain their profit margins and earnings and affecting their revenue. Um, this all cascades down, right? And so this is kind of where we're at as an industry right now within Silicon Valley, uh, at least amongst the big tech quote unquote companies. So these lists of reasons really go on. A lot of them are legitimate. I don't think that there's really embellishment too much across the board. However, again, is, 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 is this a failure in leadership? Is this a failure in management? Is this a failure in human resources? Is this a failure in operations planning? I, I don't know. I'm not qualified to really say so. Uh, and currently, you know, I obviously do not have all the answers or the uh, insight to be able to make an educated statement on that. However, I do feel that uh, across the board, again, that these companies, and again, by these companies, I mean big tech, uh, as in FANG type companies, uh, they've made these tens of thousands of new hires. Uh, they've added all these new people onto the books. Uh, so you think of you know the cost to acquire and um, train that new hire, the equity that they're handing out, uh, so on and so forth, right? Um, it, it costs companies an enormous amount of money. So flash forward a couple of years, the economic realities are of inflation and the loss of things like stimulus checks and uh, disposable income and corporate you know tightening of the belt for things like revenue um, it doesn't matter if you're a small business a medium business or a large business all of these companies are affected so that cascades down throughout the industry this leaves wall street with little choice but to start to turn drastically negative on a lot of these big tech stocks google is down more than about 20 percent in just a matter of weeks but nobody's really lost as much as Meta, who's down a staggering 70% within a year. That equates to over 85 billion in market value erased and stock levels that have not seen this level since 2016. Meta has suffered from ballooning expenses, so much so that analysts see Meta's expenses in hiring as almost a total disregard for investor expectations. Meta has spent a mind-blowing 36 billion so far to build this metaverse and they have basically nothing to show for it. Uh, the reports are coming out that the metaverse use is pretty much uh, a desert. So it's not looking good. Now, Meta has stressed that this is a really a long-term strategic play for them. They don't expect to see serious returns for about 10 years. And they estimate the total market value of the metaverse to be in the hundreds of billions of dollars at that point. Time will tell if Meta can hang on for that long, if investors will be that patient, uh, but we'll see. Right now, the other thing that's absolutely affecting Meta is the fact that Apple has implemented ad tracking technology and privacy changes across its iOS devices. This has had a material impact on Meta's revenue as well as other of the tech companies. So anytime that you as an iOS user tap, ask app not to track, that app and in turn the company loses significant metadata that are used to show targeted ads to you. Estimates are as high as 80% of iOS users are declining the app tracking feature. So that means that you're seeing generic type ads, you're not being able to see uh, 
ads that are targeted to your interests. Maybe it's a clothing brand, maybe it's a sport, maybe it's music. It doesn't matter what your kind of personalized interests are, you're not going to see an ad that's relevant to you anymore. So that leaves the tech companies stuck to show vastly generic advertising across its apps on user devices. That said, Meta is still earning approximately one and a half billion in annualized ad revenue. That's still only a fraction though of what it used to. So this change by Apple is incredibly damaged to companies like Snap. They missed their third quarter earnings and they announced that they would cut 20% of its staff. So where do we go from here? What do we do? Well, these big tech companies, again, like Amazon, Apple, Google, and Meta, have the billions necessary to weather the storm of economic uncertainty, inflation, and a recession. Other companies like Snap or streaming companies like Warner Brothers, HBO Max, and Discovery Plus are more exposed and forced to consolidate. I could definitely see in the near time future where Snap is going to be left with not much else choice but to either fold into another company via acquisition or perhaps be folded entirely. We'll see. The big cuts in big tech, however, are making entrepreneurial startups able to recruit employees that they normally wouldn't have been able to previously. So remember when I had said that a lot of these tech companies, part of what they do is they give you uh, large equity packages that vest over multi-year periods. If your, if your equity is in rapid decline, uh, maybe losing more than 20%, um, even 50% of its value, suddenly those quote unquote golden handcuffs aren't so golden anymore and they're not uh, likely to really keep that employee motivated to stay and weather the storm wherein they might be able to get a more desirable role, uh, maybe something that is a little less equity heavy in terms of compensation, uh, or maybe just a letter, uh, better life um, work life balance uh, that maybe they feel that they aren't getting today from a big tech company. So these entrepreneurial seed companies and early stage tech startups are thriving as they've been spared from really the inflation, the supply chain issues, and the high interest rates that continue to plague big tech. I think we've all seen posts lately across LinkedIn and various kind of hiring uh, social platforms where countless people are announcing that they're now looking for work as a recently laid off Fang employee. I feel that this is going to definitely continue throughout 2023. And depending on how long this recession seems to stick around, as well as how long it may take for companies to unfreeze hiring and maybe um, for stock to rebound, we might potentially see an influx of startups continuing to thrive throughout tech and Silicon Valley, while some of the kind of more senior uh, big tech companies like we've been talking about struggle. So despite all this bad news, this is really not something that I think is going to um, should be worth getting you to stop considering working in tech or cyber. Um, cyber specifically is a whole nother conversation. It's continually hiring. There are more openings than there are uh, people to hire for cybersecurity. So the economic outlook for overall, someone who's a cybersecurity professional or even tech is extremely bright. 
So U.S. employers posted nearly 317,000 tech job openings in October. That's up more than 10,000 from September alone. And that's according to CompTIA. Where does this leave us? It leads us all to the fact that these are rough times. We are definitely going to have to uh, maybe be a little bit more realistic about our career or immediate career goals or compensation goals. Uh, so making trade-offs, maybe perhaps even in amenities, pay time off, uh, could be days of rest as Twitter infamously just got rid of under Elon Musk. Um, but the bottom line is that really there is still strong, strong outlook for big tech and tech in general across the United States. That's going to wrap up today's episode as we discussed big tech and the layoffs and hiring freezes. If you have any kind of personal experience with this, I'd really love to know about it. Uh, just not looking for anything that is confidential or someone who's under an NDA. I absolutely don't want any of that kind of information. Just kind of looking for your own perspective working in this field. Perhaps you were just recently laid off. Perhaps you're looking for new work. Perhaps you're within big tech and you want to just kind of share your experience um, that is uh, in, in line with whatever your corporate policies are. I certainly don't want to, uh, to have anyone do anything that would risk uh, their own career or their own um, kind of position at the company. However, I'm very interested again for just kind of opening the aperture and getting diverse uh, set of opinions. So feel free to reach out to us over social media. All of our accounts are posted on our main site. That's cybercareers.blog. Again, that's cybercareers.blog. You'll see right on the right-hand side, uh, if you're on desktop or up top or on the bottom, if you're in mobile, uh, we have all of our accounts linked for social media. We'd love to just kind of get your perspective, your opinion, and where you're at in this whole economic uh, setting. So that's going to do it for episode three. We thank you as always for tuning in. We realize you have plenty of choices out there for cyber or tech news blog uh, podcasts. So feel free to subscribe and share this episode. We'd greatly appreciate it. And as always, please give us your feedback. We want to make sure that this is as helpful to you as possible. Thank you so much. This is Rob Water signing off. Thank you everyone for listening. Please be sure to like and subscribe and share this podcast to your favorite social media platforms. Catch all the latest cybersecurity news and career advice on cybercareers.blog.